0: Our Bible reading is from Psalm 119, reading from verse 97. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. You, through your commandments, make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients, because I keep your precepts. I've restrained my feet from every evil way, that I may keep your word. I've not departed from your judgments, for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Most Tuesday evenings around 10 o'clock I put out our bins to be collected Wednesday morning by our local refuse collectors and for those who are watching on the other side of the ocean I'm talking about household waste and trash. Well for me this involves wheeling the bins up our driveway which is about 200 metres long in the dark. There are no street lights or house lights around us and When the moonlight shines, there is some reflection through the trees that gives shape to the path and guides me up the drive to the road. However, there are times when it is pitch black and I cannot see a thing. Now, I've been doing this weekly trip for about 17 years and I know I drive well. And at times when there's no light, I attempt the route in complete darkness just for a bit of fun. You can see how exciting my life is. Well, what is interesting is how quickly I lose my sense of direction and end up in the hedge or worse. And when I've tried this little game, I've yet to make this route without tripping up, banging into some tree or hedge, or having to stop to turn my phone's light on to see where I'm heading. See, that is what darkness does to you. It disorientates it leads you off the path, it trips you up and ultimately it causes your journey to end. You know here in Jersey we have many beautiful country lanes but just imagine the danger if car drivers try to navigate these country routes or any routes in Jersey at night time without any headlights. You know there's a reason light is important and it's not just for us to see. Writing to the church in Ephesus, Paul gives them a reality check. He says this, you were once in darkness, but now you are the light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, Ephesians 5. In other words, he's saying to them, life is a journey. Life is not static or stationary, neither is it fixed or immovable. Whether we like it or not, we all walk through life. And the question is, not if we're moving but whether we're stumbling about in darkness or walking in the light. And if it's the former, then as Paul goes on to challenge them, saying, wake up, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. You see, Paul knows that Jesus Christ, he is the one who gives light. In fact, Jesus reveals this himself in John 8:12, when he says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Jesus is the light of the world. And as we've been seeing these past two weeks, Jesus is the light of life, the living word, which means his written word is light to us as well. As the psalmist writes in this passage I read a moment ago, your word is a lamp to our feet. And a light to our path. And it's this that I I want us to think about today as we carry on in our Bible series, The Bible for Life. Light is an amazing thing. I think we take it for granted. And human beings like to take credit for all the marvellous light creations and inventions. Like fire and electricity and optic fibres and so on. But light itself is an astonishing gift of life. Inspired men and women who've studied our planet, our solar system and the universe, they're in agreement that light is the most important source of energy to us. And since the creation of the sun and our solar system, including our planet, the earth has been bathed with light from the sun. And as a result, it keeps us at the right temperature. It causes weather patterns. It allows plants to manufacture oxygen and our food from carbon dioxide and water. And it gives us daytime in which uh, we can live and move and have our being. Without light, we would simply not exist. And why should this surprise us when we unveil the mystery of God's word and we discover that light comes from God, our creator himself? As John writes in 1 John 1, God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And it's important to note as with all scripture, this is not some extra biblical interpretation of a disciple who walked with Jesus. John makes this absolutely clear when he says this, this is the message that we've heard from him, Jesus himself. And we declare to you that God is light and in him, no darkness at all. The nature and very essence of God is light. This is the radiance of his glory, the illumination of his majesty, the brilliance of his holiness. As John himself got to see a glimmer on the Mount of Transfiguration, Matthew 17, when we're told Jesus was transfigured before them, Peter, James and John, and his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. And then again, during his exile on the Isle of Patmos, when John saw a revelation of Jesus, whose countenance, everything about him was like the sun shining in all its strength. God is light. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is light. He is the source of all light. And he just needs to say the word, let there be light, Genesis 1-3. And light shines forth it's amazing it's astonishing and the point is this God who is light has given us his God breathed inspired written word which carries his highest authority to be light for us for you and me light shining like a lamp so that every step we take on our journey his light reveals the way and light shining like the sun illuminating the path of life your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path you know this is not just a nice soothing comforting verse we like to recite it carries the very essence authority and power of god who is light god's word is a lamp to our feet What does this mean for us? It means many things, but I want to pick out two things in particular. And applying the theory of negation, it means that darkness has no place or no grip when we walk as children of light in accordance to God's word. You know, the word darkness, it conjures up all kinds of things, from despair, from being disorientated, to knowing fear and hatred and evil. And certainly in the scriptures, it invariably refers to the powers of darkness, wickedness, and death. In other words, there is a stark contrast between darkness and light. Proverbs 4 18 to 19. The path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter until the perfect day. But the way of the wicked is like darkness they do not know what makes them stumble. And the point is this, without the light, we walk in darkness. Without the word of light, we stumble about in the dark. That was the great prophetic decree of Isaiah, announcing the coming of Messiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. But they still had to respond to the light and they still had to receive it. And we do too. See, God's word being a lamp for our feet means we have a light to guide us step by step. And guidance is something we all need. It's the roadmap to ensure we get from our A to B, we get to our destiny. It's the Green Cross Code to ensure that we stay safe and journey in righteousness. And living at a time when relativism and secularism is ripping through our cultures and our societies, there's never been a more urgent time in history when we all need to know God's light guiding us day by day. And this comes from us turning the light on, opening the pages of the Bible, hearing his voice as he illuminates our hearts and minds with his word. Let me just read you a couple of verses that speak of guidance. Isaiah 30, verse 21. This is the Lord speaking to us. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. Then again in Isaiah 58:11, the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water, his waters do not fail. Amazing promises and truths about guidance. You see, the light of God's word as a lamp. Guides us and the decisions we make along the way. But it also protects and keeps us safe. There are so many obstacles around us that cause us to stumble and fall. Whether it's to do with our physical or mental or emotional or spiritual well-being. And when we note how Jesus himself, who was perfect in holiness and obedience, how he was tempted by the devil and how he applied the scriptures to protect himself from falling in Luke 4 and to keep him on that secure path that his father had prepared for him. It gives us a glimpse of how much more we need the lamp of God's word to shine into our everyday, protecting our feet as we walk with him. You know, with all the commands and the decrees and the teachings and the corrections and the encouragements and truths and promises we discover within it, we have this glorious and brilliant light to protect us, to protect us from making wrong and harmful choices and decisions that affect ourselves and others, to protect us from feeling alone and abandoned that no one cares To protect us from the lies and the accusations of the enemies and others when it comes to who we are, our identity, and where we're heading with Jesus, our destiny. To protect us from the fears and the doubts that come against us when the storms of life rage. To protect us against losing hope and joy even in the midst of difficulty and loss. You see the light of God's word as we're reminded again and again and again as we open the pages of scriptures this light is a shield this light is a refuge and a strong tower this light is a wind to shelter under and a safe and secret place to know the God of light who loves us and who is with us every moment of every day, in every situation we face, in every way. As the prophet Isaiah knew himself when he writes, Isaiah 43, when you pass through the waters, this is the Lord speaking, I will be with you, and through through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you. And when you walk through fire, you should not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. It's true. And this is the truth. God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We just have to keep the light on as we walk with him. But there's more. And I want to finish with this. As much as God's word shines upon our feet and illuminates our path as we walk with him in faith and obedience, in line with the living word, Jesus and his written word. You know, this is not just for us. It's not just for you and me. You see, when God's light shines upon us and upon the path that we're walking on, We shine for him. We become light to the world. There's a striking example of this in 1 Samuel 3 and 4. Samuel was a boy ministering to the Lord before Eli the priest at Shiloh. And we're told in chapters 2 and 3 that Eli's sons were corrupt. And because of the evil that they did, and their ageing father's negligence in dealing with it. We're told right at the beginning of chapter three that the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. How sad. In other words, Samuel was growing up in an environment where the light of God's word was rarely seen. There was a covering of spiritual darkness, so much so that when God called to Samuel, While he was lying down at night, three times, Samuel mistook that voice for the voice of Eli. See, he had not been taught to hear and to know the voice of God. Well, eventually, as God called him a fourth time, and under Eli's instruction, Samuel, answered the Lord. Here I am, your servant listens. And the lamp turned on in his heart. And we're told in verse 19, and Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and none of his words fell to the ground. And then moving on to the last verse of the chapter and the first in chapter four, we read this. For the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord and the word of Samuel came to all Israel. It was as if, it's like at last, because the lamp was shining on Samuel's path, there was a light to shine on the path of the people of Israel who'd been walking in darkness because of all this corruption and wickedness. And it's so important that we see this. When God's light shines upon us, when his light shines through us for the world to see, That is why Jesus made the declaration to his recently chosen disciples in Matthew 5. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. In other words, when we walk in light, others can't help but see the light of God in us also. When the lamp of God's word guides us along the path, when it protects us, those around us can't help but see that light of guidance and protection as well. I have here a torch, a small torch. You see, when this torch shines in the light, it just blends in with the light that's already there. But my goodness, when it shines in the darkness, what the contrast is between the light and the darkness And I want us to take this as an illustration of what and who we are when we shine for Jesus. You see, we have a choice. We have a choice to walk in the light and to shine for Jesus and to be light for those around us. Or we have a choice to shelve his word, put it away. Place it under a bas- basket, knowing the consequences that this will have for our family, our children, our friends, our colleagues, being denied the light of Christ. And as I draw this to a close, I just want to use Jesus' words to encourage each one of us. When he says in Matthew 5, let your light so shine. Let God's light, his presence His word that shines in us so shine before men that they may see your good, your beautiful works and glorify your Father in heaven. Let your light shine. Let your light shine in your homes. Let your light shine in your workplaces. Let your light shine as you walk along the country lanes and greet those who pass you by, as you go to the shops, as you engage with friends who do not yet know the Lord Jesus, who is the light of the world. And as his light shines in your heart and mind, as we read his word as we spell, spend time with him in the secret place enjoying his presence let your light shine so that the world may see his light and give glory to his name let's pray together i just want to bless you your your homes your families, to be radiant orbs of light for Jesus. And as you're allowing the Holy Spirit right now to come, let him stoke that flame in your heart again. Let him ignite that passion in you to glow for him, to be that illumination in the darkness as you walk with him. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thank you that you are the light, that you are the source of all light. We thank you for your light so freely given to us. Shine in our hearts that we may shine for you. Let your shining written word be so illuminated in our hearts and minds that in our words that we would speak and declare truths out, even without knowing it, that we would give glory to you and radiate you to those around us. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Keep reading those passages in the 100 days of Bible reading and prayer. There are so many revelations that God has for us and truths to unveil as we read his word as he lights up those revelations day by day. And if you sense God speaking to you, we would love to hear that or any other testimonies that you have of the difference it makes as day by day, we feed on him and we allow him uh, to speak to us. And let me draw this service to a close as I pray God's blessing upon you. May the love of the Lord Jesus fill your hearts, may the light of the Lord Jesus shine in and through you and may the joy of the Lord Jesus be your strength and the blessing of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Amen. Well God bless you, have a wonderful rest of the day and week. Stay safe and well and let your little light shine for Jesus. God bless. Bye for now.